Good morning, everyone. It's Wednesday, December 28th. Raji Sohal here in for Mike Smith again today and throughout the week. Let's get started with talking about the housing market. Interest rates may be up, but house prices are also down. So if you're looking to be a first time home buyer soon, is 2023 the time to enter the market? My guest is Moshe Lander, a lecturer at Concordia University in the Department of Economics. Moshe, Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. It's great of you to be here with us. So, Moshe, you probably heard my intro just there. Is 2023 the time to invest in a home for the first time? The first time? No. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me on. Um, <laughs> um, no, unfortunately, uh, the the higher interest rates Sorry, are sorry actually- Moshe, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. We just got a weird echo thing going on here. Do you have the, your phone on speakerphone? I'm not even on a phone. Ah, right. You are connecting with us in another way. We're just going to uh, try to make that. Oh, we've got it fixed. Okay, great. So <laughs> is 2023 the time to invest in a home for the first time? So I, I already used my joke. So I'll just say no. It's it's unfortunately not. Like you said in the intro there, the higher interest rates are going to defeat the uh, lower housing prices. And so at the end of the day, it's probably not going to make things any easier for people that want to get onto that housing ladder. I see. Okay. There are some people who were hoping actually to get into the market for the first time during the pandemic. And then they watched everything kind of go haywire with prices. And so they held off. They're still patiently on the sidelines going, but hang on, I really want my moment. And shouldn't that moment be when the housing prices are the lowest they've been in 18 months? Yeah, look, if you're planning on buying a home to actually live in, I know it's kind of a novel concept, but if you're not looking for uh, an investment property, if you're not caught up in Netflix shows where you think that you can flip it and make a quick profit, then really any point that you want to get onto that housing ladder is fine because you're going to have the ups and downs of a housing market that's going to last, say, 25 years, right? The length of a a typical mortgage. So, you, you know, if you're looking for like the absolute right moment, it's probably never going to come along. Uh, but if you're looking to do the quick flip, if you're looking to do it as an investment, if you're looking to rent it out to people, uh, then no, this is probably not the right moment. And yeah, the pandemic probably wasn't the right moment either. And, and finding that right moment is going to be really difficult. Yeah, you bet. Some people are, are looking at suddenly paying $1,000 or more, maybe $1,500 more a month than they had expected to. For somebody who wants to get into that market, what should they be prepared for in terms of that number climbing? So actually, the, the bigger issue is the down payment. It, it's not the mortgage payment. Most banks are not going to lend you uh, any amount for mortgage if you don't have the income to support a mortgage, right? So anybody can go to a bank right now. They could say, here are my last three years of notices of assessment uh, relating to your tax return. And a bank will be able to tell you that, all right, this is the maximum amount that we're willing to lend you. And this is what your mortgage payment would look like. So that gives you some sort of rough idea as to what your mortgage would be. The problem is that the Canadian government has made it increasingly difficult to get your hands on that mortgage if you don't have a sufficient down payment. And that's the thing that's actually posing the biggest problem to Canadians is you can't save enough money Mm -hmm. to come up with that down payment. 
Sure, yeah. So, Moshe, as we're all aware, the Bank of Canada raised its uh, policy interest rate in that bid to cool the very hot inflation. But we see things like grocery prices still climbing. How do we lower it? You, you have to be a really picky shopper, right? So, um, the, the Bank of Canada is probably going to continue to increase interest rates into the beginning of 2023, maybe not as so? aggressively as they did How much? this year. Oh, uh, let's say another half percentage point to one percentage point over the course of the first half of the year. Uh, and then they'll probably lay off a little bit and let their work this year do its magic into 2023. Uh, but the, the fact is that inflation is probably still going to be relatively high by the last 30 year standards for 2023 and maybe even the beginning of 2024. So people are really going to have to try and time their purchases correctly. Uh, make sure that if you're buying groceries, uh, you know, minimize spoilage. Uh, if you have the capacity to store things, then you look for a deal and you stock up. Uh, if you can find the no-name brand uh, products, maybe you go for that instead of the brand name. And you, you just have to be very picky and decide what is it that I absolutely need and what is it that I want. And the stuff that you want maybe just needs to wait until you find the right moment. The stuff you need, you need to make sure that you, you've taken care of that. Uh, and that's probably the best way to try and minimize the impact of inflation. So, Moshe, you're talking about what consumers can do, but what can our government do it, in terms of getting those prices lower for, say, grocery? What is going to bring yeah, that price question. down? It's a great question because we looked at the government when, we, when we're having difficult times and we say, here, you need to fix it. But the problem is that the government is pinched in a position where if they try and, uh, say, provide spending to... Uh, Canadian households to help them deal with the rising grocery prices, that itself becomes inflationary in its own right. I mean, you could imagine that if there were some big news story that all Canadians are going to get $1,000 checks in the mail, how long do you think that's going to take for grocery stores or anybody else to increase their prices to capture that $1,000 and defeat the purpose of it? If the government says we're not going to do anything, they look cold and heartless and that doesn't win any votes. Uh, but the reality is that there's really not much that they can do. Even if they went to the grocery stores and said, we're going to cap your prices, almost like rent control, but in the form of grocery price caps, um, that itself is going to pose a problem because grocery stores are going to naturally respond them by saying, well, if I can't increase my price, then I don't know that I want to give shelf space to these goods. And next thing you know, you're going to find that these goods aren't on the shelves to begin with. And so a bad situation could be made worse by creating actual shortages and empty aisles that uh, that don't even have the basics. Okay. And just to get back to housing for a second here again, if you say you've got a small investment that you, um, any housing purchase is an investment, whether you live in it or not, but say you, you have one home, you live in that home, you've been waiting to upgrade to something bigger. And you're also wondering not only when is a time to buy into the market, but when is a time, a good time to sell into the market? What does that person do who's ready to, to upgrade, uh, but they're watching their own house that they live in become devalued in this market? So that's, that's a different sort of catch there, Raji. What the, the issue now is going to be, if you try and sell your home in a weak market, you're not going to get the full value, uh, but you're going to be able to move to a 
undervalued home. So what you're losing on one end, you gain back on the other. If you try and wait for the housing market to strengthen so that you can maximize the sale price of your home, well, all other housing prices are going to go up as well. And guess what? You're going to have a difficult time then moving up because while you get good value for the home you have, the home that you want to move into is going to be more expensive too. So it's a catch-22. And again, it's just one of those things that if you feel that you need to upgrade your home, there's never going to be a perfect time for it. And so you kind of just need to take the plunge uh, and and go for it when you need to go for it. Um, the idea of comparison shopping is great. It's so much easier these days with online websites where you can compare. And then it's really just a matter of looking for that right home at the right price at the right time. Uh, but it's not going to be something that the macro economy is going to dictate to you. It's just going to be that, hey, this house just happened to come online today. Uh, let's race over and get a look at it and, and make the jump. Okay, Moshe, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time and have a happy new year. Happy new year to you. Anytime.